0: Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is Knowing God. Now, here's Pastor Kerry. So, one of the things that... Bill pesters me about is to get certain things done. He wants me to have a um, calendar for sermons. So you can put it on the website, right? Or the emails. So I wrote this sermon. Well, I didn't write the sermon, but the idea of the sermon before I made this decision. So I want to say this ahead of time because it's about Jesus basically. Say saying goodbye to his disciples, and I do not have a Jesus complex. I hope not. So this isn't me saying goodbye to you guys, but it's it's it was interesting that this came today. Um, the title of the sermon is "Knowing God," but let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to be together and to know that we are here also with the belief of eternity, um, that there is no true goodbyes but see you later. And, Father, we just pray that you um, guide us as we hear this sermon, these words, Lord, that you you impress us, you touch our hearts, and and to to help us understand. Um, Just, again, may your Holy Spirit lead us. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus is kind of his time, he's in chapter fifteen he starts leading into um, um, you know saying that he's gonna go away. But here Thomas said to him in John fourteen, it says, said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. As so we can't know or, so how can we know the way Jesus answered I am the way the truth the life no one comes to the Father except through me if you really know me you will know my father as well from now on you do know you do know him you have seen him um, and have seen him Jesus is um is with Thomas right now. Thomas is a doubter in this situation. Um, And it's interesting through this whole time, Jesus being with his disciples for, for three years, they still didn't really understand what Jesus was about, who he really was. And the title of our sermon today is Knowing God. And it's interesting to to think about that, it makes me question, do you or do I know who God is? Truly know God. Of course, we believe God is the creator of the universe, the almighty, the alpha, the mega. He's beyond comprehension, full comprehension that our little brains could, could understand but it's interesting here that here's this time where the disciples Thomas in this case is is questioning and, and, and wondering um, and, and doubting uh, this what Jesus is doing and jesus 's response is if you if you know me, you know my father, you know God um, then in John fourteen eight through nine says, Philip said, Lord show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Again, didn't you just hear me? That's what I what I would have said, right? <laughs> McFly, didn't you just hear me? Right, right. Philip said, just show us the Father. And that will be enough. And Jesus says, Don't you know me? Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Knowing God. You know, the disciples, just like most Jewish boys, when I... I, um, was a young boy. I wanted to be a baseball player, or a basketball player, or a football player. But most Hebrew boys would want to be part of the Sanhedrin or the Pharisees. They they were learners of the word. They wanted to, to, to have that opportunity to have that status, to be religious teachers. So they spent their life studying scripture. Then they had Jesus for three years. And through that whole time, they're still wondering, who is God? Makes an interesting point. Like the Bible. The Bible, we claim, say, the word of God. We will know God by reading the Bible. I'm not saying that isn't true. But the Bible is like an instruction manual to God. It's like, here, I go to Legoland, and I go and I buy my kids this $5,000, 10 million piece Lego set. That's how much they cost these days, you know. Right? Right? And and I'm like, hey, Grant, hey, son, here's this 10,000 piece Lego set. And he looks up at me, all happy, because he knows I'm going to be doing all the work and it's going to take me three days to do it. So he's pretty excited about that. So, and then, like, okay, great. And let's open it up. And he opens it up. And he sees all these bags of pieces of Legos, so many. And then he, we get the instruction manual. And i like, okay, Grant, hold on to the instruction manual. You got it? And he starts looking at the pictures. He gets excited. And then I take the box. And I take it to the trash can. And I just throw the rest away. That's often what we do sometimes. We hit the instructions. And we hold on to the instructions. But we truly don't get to experience the fullness of of the Lego toy. In this analogy, of God. Knowing God, do we truly know him? And how do we know him? Jesus makes a, an interesting point here. Don't you believe that I am the fa- in the Father and that the Father is in me? Well, as we truly know Jesus, we know God. But then he he makes this point. The words I say to you do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing His work. And then he goes on and he says, believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or, or, at the very least, Believe on the evidences of the works themselves. Knowing God. Jesus is saying, can't you see the Father by the things that I say to you? Don't you hear my words and recognize that I am not speaking by my own authority? If I am, if I am saying these things on my own authority, guess what? What? He was probably crazy. That's what we would say. I was telling that with my kids the other day. We were at um, this event, this place, and there was all these little kids running around. And I'm like, "Hey, kids! Imagine us, uh, me as an adult, acting like that little kid, where they're running around, and going, ah, yeah. you know, like if I as an adult acting like this little kid. Guess what? I would have that look." That you have, Lordis, at me. Who is this crazy guy up front, right? If Jesus was to say these things and not truly be who he is, that's what? He, he's not all there. I would never claim that. I He is, you could see he is speaking based upon the authority of his father but not just by the words that he says, by what he does. He says, at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Knowing God. How do we know God? We have the word of God, but remember that's the instructions manual to God. And then you have the the life of Jesus and what he did, but also the evidence of the the incredible miracles that he made. But I'm not just leaving it to what Jesus did, but how God works in your life. Do you ever see it? Do you see God working in your life? I believe he is there all the time. And you must have circumstances and situations where you just think, there's no possible way this is going to come out to be a positive outcome. And you see God working in your life. We know God by His revelation to us. Him speaking to us. Him leading us and guiding us and directing us. And as we follow Him, as He sees the manifestation of His work in our lives, that's how we know God. Some of us may not be able to see that. Some of us may not be able to see that. I was thinking about that the other day. And sometimes we get... Stuck in our life circumstances. It's like we're in this, we have this wall and we're just keep hitting it, hitting it. And we don't feel like we can get out of it. But in reality, just because of our perception, the way we look at things right now, the way we've been programmed to, the way we were taught, whatever, we just keep looking at this wall staring at it, and keep bouncing and hitting it. When we just look over the wall and see God has so much more in store for us. Right? Be- this is where we are not, we're not allowing God to reveal himself. Us and not allowing for us to, to, um, to let his miracles work in our lives. And then because of that, we start to live our lives in doubt, live our lives beaten up, in constant struggle, constant sadness. But if we realize it, if we're able to look beyond our circumstances right now, if we're able to look beyond it, we will see the miracles that God is working in our lives. And we will know God because of it. Then he says, Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will be even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Knowing God. How do we know God? We have His words. We have the Word of God. We have Jesus' life. We have Jesus' miracles. We have the miracles that are happening in our lives. And then how else do we know God? What does He say? Those who believe believe Will do greater things than Jesus would do when he was on this earth. Think of the fruit of your experience with the Lord. What kind of impact are you having with the world around you? Is it a big exp- impact? Or is it a small impact? Is it a positive impact or is it a negative impact? Are you having a negative impact on the people's lives around you? Or you are uplifting them and are they a better people because of you? Jesus is saying, you know God. You know him by, his, by, by my words by the miracles that are happening, but also by the way you live your life. If you're living your life in a way that is far bigger and greater than you ever thought you could imagine, and if you're changing people's lives, that's how you know God. And all of us, I don't care what your social status is. I don't care what your past experiences are. I don't care where where you're coming from. We all could be used by God in mighty ways. We know God by how he is using us. Knowing God. And it's interesting, like the Sanhedrins or like the disciples, they could spend all their life reading the Word of God. They can spend three years with their, their mentor, with, with Jesus, and still not know Him. I hope that resonates in all of us. You could have been raised Seventh-day Adventist. You could have gone to adventures and pathfinders and to church schools and still not know Him. If we don't hear His words, if we don't see His miracles, if great things are being done through us, because of what he's done for us. And then... says, And I will do whatever... Then he says this. And I will do whatever you ask in my name... So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for anything in my name... And I will do it. Okay. I like this text. Because I remember there's times in my life... I've been a pastor and I've been his servant, and I've been feeling at times where all God cares about is for me to do his work, and he's not that interested in my personal happiness. There is moments I've actually felt like that. Right? I don't know... Like you guys might think maybe you were raised in a church where it's so focused on your behavior or doing the right things and you just realize God doesn't care about you being happy. All He cares about you is you doing everything you're supposed to do. Right? Maybe that's your world. But He says here, He's saying, God knows your desire of hearts. It's not, we just don't stop here. Your purpose in life isn't just to go and hear his words and see these great things being done and do great things for him. He wants your happiness, your love, and he knows the desire of your hearts. And if you are following his will, you ask him what those desires are, and guess what's going to happen? He is going to give them to you. We know God by what God is providing for you. And if you're asking just little things, he will give you little things. But if he's if you if you have this faith that move mountains and you're bold to God, Lord, give me this. If it's his will and if you're you're following his will, guess what? God says he will give these things to you. If your life is small and in a little box, guess what? Maybe you don't know God like you could know God. Right? Let us be bold. Let us be more than conquerors in Romans. Let us... Come to God and let great things happen um, to us and let great things happen for us as we truly know who God is. Finally, Jesus, the next verse, is to say, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, I in you. And you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We know God as we stay with Jesus. We remain in his Holy Spirit. Sometimes we get sidetracked, don't we? We walk away and then we start forgetting. Forgetting that God is there. Happens to all of us. But as we stay close and connected, that's how we truly know God. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to be here with these beautiful people, Lord. And Father, as um, Jesus has shared these messages to his disciples to prepare them for for his leaving, Lord. I just pray, Father, that all of us take those messages and recognize that um, there could be so much more that happens in our world. We could have such a bigger impact. And if we're in a in a have a life that we're in constant struggle and hardships, Lord, there's so much that you want to do for us, Lord. Help us to strive to know you, to truly know you. Thank you, Father. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www. DowneyChurch.org. God bless.